Brilliance Audio presents Double Exposure by Stephen Collins. For Madeline and Cyrus Collins, Parents Extraordinaire. Chapter 1 A striking redhead in a short black skirt and sparkly yellow see through blouse sat alone at a dark booth in a tiny, almost empty bar on the corner of 3rd Avenue and 89th Street. Her eyes glued to a TV set suspended over rows of bottles. A glass of ice water and a flickering candle sat on her otherwise bare, stained table. We're back with our panel of TV experts, announced the news program's silver-haired host, to talk about the winners and losers of this year's primetime network season. Let's start with Joe McBride from the New York Dispatch. Joe, can the network survive the continuing onslaught of cable, VCRs, and the Internet? The redhead took a swig of ice water and pulled the candle closer. Yeah, let's talk about onslaughts, she whispered. With one hand still on the glass, she slowly, deliberately moved her other palm directly over the candle, two inches from the flame, and held it there. A passing waiter slowed his gait as he took this in. "'Jesus!' gulped the waiter, horrified. "'Is that a trick?' The woman looked up into the waiter's eyes, but didn't answer. "'Please,' urged the waiter anxiously, breaking a sweat. "'Stop!' "'I can take it,' the woman said matter-of-factly, leaving her hand above the flame. "'I'm used to pain.' The waiter made a quick retreat from the booth, and the woman held fast a few more seconds before pulling away from the candle. After examining the damage, she picked up the glass of ice water, poured it over a blister that was erupting on the flesh of her palm, and rose to leave, glancing over to the bar as the TV switched to a close-up of Joe McBride. The waiter returned, holding out an ice pack. This'll help, he offered. Deliberately, the redhead reached down and slowly brought her thumb and index finger together to snuff out the candle's flame. Sorry she said to the staring waiter as she opened her purse. I just couldn't resist. She tossed a dollar onto the table and walked calmly out the door. Working her way through the overstuffed walk-in closet of apartment 9B, the dark-haired young woman let her towel drop to the floor as she reached to touch the extra sheer yellow blouse that hung on the rack. She ran her fingers slowly beneath the sparkly yellow material, which was so transparent she could see her fingerprints beneath it. She was dying to try it on, but she stopped herself and pushed the hanger away. Thou shalt not covet thy sister's things, she told herself quietly, as she reached instead for an oversized navy sweatshirt, black bicycle shorts, and a frayed New York Yankees hat. There was a sharp sound in the foyer. Dean? she called hesitantly. The sound came again. After a few seconds, she realized it was only the clanking of a radiator. In early April, there was still plenty of wet, chilly New York weather to come, and she resented that the building was apparently cutting off her heat again. Rising, she caught sight of herself in an oval mirror on the bedroom wall and brightened a little as she glanced down at her breasts. She told the doctor to make them look just like Cindy Crawford's and damned if he hadn't pulled it off. You're going to hell, Amy Good she told herself almost cheerfully, in the proverbial handbasket. She finished dressing for her run, grabbed a laundry bag, and headed out her kitchen service door. 
As she waited for the freight elevator, she idly fingered a crucifix around her neck. The doors opened, and she was greeted by Ramon, the super, a small, stout, balding man in his late forties who smelled of ammonia. Good morning, senorita, he said respectfully, as he taped a notice onto the elevator wall. The sight of her always brightened Ramon's day. He tried not to smile over-eagerly as he pulled her laundry bag into the elevator. Gracias, Ramon. Buenos dias, she answered brightly. You always speak the Spanish so nice, said Ramon admiringly. No sound like American is good. Shucks, she said, smiling and swatting him playfully. How Sammy? Much better, miss, said Ramon, nodding his head. He appreciates your card very well, so has my wife. Tell Sammy I asked about him. I do that, miss, answered Ramon with a slight bow of his head. Very kind. He had always managed to keep his crush on her to himself.